in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hey everybody, welcome back, and it's Nora over here, and over here is Holly. Woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. I'm in the mood. I am. KTV for dancing. <laughs> yeah. KTV. Yeah. Otherwise known as karaoke. I've, I'm very rarely in the mood for KTV. If I'm completely honest. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was at university, every Thursday. Don't ask me why. I would go with some friends to the karaoke bar at the students' union. And my friend and I were like, by the end of the year, we're going to do karaoke. We never did it. <laughs> never once. No, we we totally like wussed out. Oh never. man, yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but sometimes you're in the mood. I've done it once. I have actually done karaoke. Really? What forget, did you forget in China. I've I've been forced to do it in China. Uh, in in the US, uh, Barrett paid a DJ to basically like force me to just sing. <laughs> Yeah, like the party stopped until you got uh, on stage, so, uh, <laughs> and everybody was just waiting, <laughs> tapping their feet. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was what happened in my brain. But no, he just like, I don't know. He was just like, oh, like Holly, like come on, Holly, like she's never done karaoke before. Everyone give her a round of applause. I didn't know he'd paid him. Of course, I found out after. Was this a whole surprise? Did the DJ just start announcing it? Um, or did Barrett mm, tell you beforehand? Uh, he, he, Barrett said he'd requested the song, and I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway <I did>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Two White Chicks in China. <laughs> and let me tell you about a review we have. Oh, nice. Yes. So, this comes from... Edster42 from Australia. Take a guess who this is. Nora. Edster? Edster. Any thoughts? Edster. Let me, lis- let me read you the re- review. Okay. And I think you're going to know who it is. Having appeared on the pod a couple of times. Oh. It is a regular listen and re-listen for me on my long commutes across Shenzhen to and from work. You know who it is? Oh, it's Chris it's, Edwards. It is Chris, yes. Both Holly and Nora have been here for longer than I have, but their insights into China, Chinese people, and Chinese culture is hard to beat. Wow. Whoa. It is definitely worth a listen, and I'll be popping into the studio again sometime soon. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we have to get him back in for Thank another you. episode. Definitely. Don't we? Definitely. Well, actually, when I was thinking uh, about this, it was actually this time last year that we actually read out his question. Because do you remember he was going to his girlfriend's hometown? That's right. And he wanted to know what uh, what to take for his for her family. That's so right. Awesome. Yeah. And that was how the how we got to know Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. And now since he's moved quite a bit closer to us here in Shenzhen and Futian, yeah. so so that's cool. Yeah, and it sounds like he has a holiday, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Look, lucky duck. Yeah. From fan to friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay, so... Uh, so, actually, I, I accidentally came across this, because I already know what the question is. Uh, and, and this is a complete coincidence that it's related... So, here's the headline to the news story. Posh or trampoline? 
luxury car falls victim to gang of mischievous children. Uh, oh, I have no idea where this is going. Okay. A video showing a group of children climbing and jumping on top of a yellow oh. Porsche has recently gone viral after it was posted online by a shocked passerby. The video titled Little Brats Trampling on a Porsche, this is where you're going to realize how it's related, shows around 10 children in Shenzhen <laughs> standing and jumping on the roof and bonnet of a Porsche 911 Carrera 4S. The children Ooh. are seen scrambling all over the car, jumping at, at at it from all angles. At one point in the video, four are seen on the roof of the car while three stand on the bonnet. Netizens are joke, uh, joke, uh, sorry, have jokingly commented on the video saying, so the, the hate the rich attitude has already begun in the children and this is painful to watch, better buy an alto. After the, what's an alto? I don't understand. I mean, in, in music, an alto No, is no, no, it's obviously to do with the car brand, but I don't know what the brand is. Alto? A-L-T-O. Never heard of it. I wonder if it's a Chinese brand. Maybe. Anyway. After the kids were done playing on top of their new toy, they left behind several several dents and scratches to the paintwork. We imagine that it will be pretty costly to get the car fixed up. Will the parents be picking up the tab? <laughs> Where were the parents? They were dressed in their school uniform, so I suspect this oh. was a lunch break. So the, so the video is, there were pictures on this, the article, but you can actually watch the video, which I didn't do because I was just mortified, to be honest. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, whoever owned that Porsche is going to be pretty sad. Although, I mean, if they've already bought the Porsche, chances are they're probably minted. I'm not saying that the kids would okay to do this, of course. Please don't think I'm condoning their actions. But the guy was, his, I mean, he could probably just buy a new one, right? Mm-hmm. If that's not the case. Or he probably has really insurance sorry. to get it all fixed up. But yep. still, that's a hassle. Either way, it's a hassle to buy a new one or to I can't believe that no. I can't believe that no one stopped them. Yeah, that's how it is, though, here. Yeah, a lot yeah, of times, like, you'll see something happen and people just stand around and watch it. It's, I think a lot of it is to do with the fact that they're not sure. Um, there's a lot of scams here in China. So if you get involved with a stranger, you're not really necessarily, sh you know, if you, like, there's a famous case where an old lady was helped off of a bus, like mm. down from a bus right. by a young man, and then she turned around and sued him for all his family was worth. So For what? For Because I guess she had some bruise or something on her hand from when... It, she, this she, happened in China? Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is one of the cases that I've heard multiple times from different Chinese people about... Maybe, who knows, maybe it's an urban legend, wow. too, but it's, like, one of the things that people say when I ask my Chinese friends, you know, if you see something that happens on the street like that, would you get involved? For example, if you see a man hitting a woman on the street, would you get involved? And in the U.S., this wouldn't fly. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. of course, there are exceptions, but for the most part, if another man walks past and a man is hitting a woman, then the man will get involved, usually? Yes. But in China, that's not going to happen. Right. They just, they'll, they'll stand and observe. Maybe if it gets completely out of hand, they'll call the police or something like that. Mm -hmm. But they won't step in because they're not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen situations like that. And people just, like, ignore it, just, like, pretend it's not happening. Mm -hmm. So I guess plenty of people saw these kids 
jumping on the yeah. porch, but weren't sure. Maybe it was on just a street. It was like it must have been near their school. They're all in school uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they thought if they got involved, then the car owner would blame them for something. Yeah, maybe. You know? Oh, those kids. I mean, those kids were like, from the pictures, it looked like they were really like. They weren't that old. They were maybe ten or eleven. But I guess if there were 10 kids against one person, they, yeah. they could all probably... Well, kids can guy. be vicious because, I mean, they have yeah. they still have that I'm going to live forever attitude, nothing can happen to me, mm-hmm. and they don't have anything to lose, really. Right. Yeah. So they can be some of the worst bullies, right? Agreed. Crazy. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, another reason why I don't want to own a car in China. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, let's move on to our question. And our question, uh, you, yeah, our question today comes from Stucando. Stucando. <laughs> Stucando. Holly is teasing me because <clears throat> this, actually, this is a friend of ours and his username is Stucando, <laughs> but I read it as Stucando. Because <laughs> it's all one word, it's not like three separate words. It, it does look like if you were to read it. <laughs> I thought I thought it sounded more. I think it's great. Exotic. I, 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 I really I'm like stucando it. instead of stew can do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it what did great. he ask us? So he asks us, "What do you like about living in Shenzhen? It's nice. It's short and sweet, and we've got a lot to say." Even if you're not interested in moving to Shenzhen, or if you live in a different part of China, I think this is um, a question that. There are a lot of facets to it because Shenzhen is not a typical city, mm-hmm. not just in China, but in the world in general. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about the history of Shenzhen, but just to give you a brief backstory, just in case this is the first time you're listening to the show or you haven't heard it before. So Shenzhen is complete is a completely artificial city <laughs> in more ways than one. Yeah. Um, the first being that it didn't exist prior to 1978 other than a small fishing village that was along. We're, we're here on the Pearl River Delta. We're right on the ocean here. So there was just a small fishing town with a close proximity to Hong Kong. And they decided in 1978 to make it a special economic zone. So once they zoned it, actually there were borders. You had to cross with your passport. Only certain people were allowed into the special economic zone. Mm-hmm. And once they did that, the city just exploded. Yeah. So that's 1978. Now it's 2016. And in that course of time, it's gone from a city of about 30,000 people to between 15 and 18 million. That's impressive, isn't it? It's unbelievable. This, this, I've heard people call Shenzhen like like the, the biggest city you've never heard of or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Prior to coming here, I had never heard of Shenzhen. Mm-hmm. And even now, I think, I guess it's different, but I, I think it's, it's, it's more well-known now. I'd like to think but so. I, I it's, hard really, to it's hard though, to say, yeah, though, because, really I mean, we're here, so we're yeah. very familiar That's with it. it. We're like, how do you guys not know about mm-hmm. Shenzhen? It's mm-hmm. this massive, massive yeah. city right next to Hong Kong. But we were those people. I mean, I, I don't know about you. I was. I was that person. But I'm a... I'm a geographical dunce so that doesn't really I'm not very good 
example of anyone <laughs> to know where anywhere is in the world actually <laughs> yeah I had never heard of it before I had heard actually the reason that I came here was that I was just interested my after my first year in China that was in Chengdu in Sichuan province I decided that I wanted to come somewhere warmer it was a very mm. you know basically shallow reason for me <laughs> to start looking around yeah. in southern China but I said I, I'd like to spend another year in China the winter here was really hard so I'd like to skip the winter altogether and I think I'll enjoy another year here better if I'm somewhere warmer so I just started looking at the map and I looked at different cities mm -hmm. and I saw Shenzhen on the map and then I started asking people about what is this place yeah and I got some really interesting responses. And initially, because I thought, okay, in Guangdong province, so the province that we're in now, the predominant um, dialect is Cantonese, as it is, of course, in Hong Kong. Mm. And so I thought, I really would like to study Mandarin, you know, that's, but I didn't want to be in Beijing, where that's the common dialect. And so I found that multiple people, actually, I got multiple answers. Some people told me they spoke Cantonese in Shenzhen. Some people told me that they spoke Mandarin. Yeah. But it made sense to me that people would speak Mandarin here because people come from, had come from all over Shenzhen to build the city. There, were, there aren't really any natives here. Yeah. So for that reason, the fact that it was in a warmer part of China, it was close to Hong Kong, and they spoke Mandarin here, that's why I came here. And so that's kind of gives that kind of gives you a little um, a little bit of a geography lesson too and a history lesson about what's going on here in China yeah. in Shenzhen. Nice summary. It's summer pretty much no, no. all year round. <laughs> oh, saying, nice summary. Your summary is good. <laughs> <laughs> Your, I mean, summary yeah, weather. Well. Summary weather too. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's summary, and thank you for the compliment on my summary. So. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I was in a. I went into a Monty Python sketch there. I'll bring my coconuts next time. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anywho, um, <clears throat> so this city is just one of the most modern places in the world. I feel like that you'll see nowadays. It's starting mm -hmm. to look more and more like Singapore. Yeah. Um, in that. They have a lot of connecting parks. Like, they're trying to do this basically... Basically, they're trying to make it so that you can bicycle through mm -hmm. the whole city above the, above the really actual nice street idea. level. Yeah. So they have trees planted, like, four stories up, basically. Mm -hmm. They have created this, like, hovering road that goes above all the major roads, and there are trees planted there. So it gives you the impression that you're on the ground, yeah. although you're elevated above the ground level. Yeah. Which is really interesting. And it's they have, cool. yeah, they have a lot of like these areas where cars are not allowed to go. So, like in OCT Bay, right. it looks just like to me, it looks, it's the same as walking around in downtown in Singapore. Mm. It's just got these, it, the lighting is really beautiful. There's these meandering pathways, these artificial rivers going through it with a gondola and stuff like that. It's, yeah. I mean, it's really unbelievable what you see here. And when I first came to Shenzhen, that thing didn't even exist. Right. So these things are just popping up everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why I like to be. I like being here because literally, there's something new like popping up like every month. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so quickly, but no. But it is. I mean, the city's <laughs> so huge that you won't have been somewhere for a while, right. and then you'll go there, and you're like, oh my. Yeah. Oh, what happened? What happened here? here? Yeah, definitely. It's so interesting. 
So what was your, because I remember you came because your ex was playing in a band here That's in right. Shandong. So do you remember your first impression? Like, did you do any research before coming about Shenzhen? Do you remember what you found out? Like, did you have expectations? Actually, I don't think I did any research at mm. all. Brave. I just, I just, I don't know why. Why would I have done that? Did I just totally wing it? I think I was just trusting what other people were telling me, to be honest. Yeah, that that wasn't very good. Uh, well, I mean, it worked out for me in the end, but that was kind of silly of me. The, well, there was no there was no two white chicks to tell me what you know <laughs> to to advise me. So. Well, it's true though. The information that I found about Shenzhen at that time when when I came was so few and far right. between. I knew the population. I knew Wikipedia page was like right. one paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew I, I knew the kind of population, but to me, it didn't mean anything. I'd never been to China before, so. You can't unless you've experienced something similar. I, for me, you can't. I, I couldn't imagine what it was going to be like. Um, I'd never been to Asia before, so it was just completely beyond anything I, I could actually imagine. Mm-hmm. I saw some pictures. I saw pictures of the the area, but the pictures, whoever had taken the pictures or edited them, had done a really good job because <laughs> it didn't look. It was you all know. roses. Yeah, it was. Re- it was. Yeah, it wasn't very realistic. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, well, don't get me wrong. There are still, like any city, there are still, you know, shabby areas of town. Oh but. yeah, it was. Uh, I wasn't disappointed. Um, but yeah, I didn't do any. I don't think I did any research. It seemed like everyone else was like doing the research for me and just telling me the information. <laughs> The ball's on you, man. <laughs> I'm still here, aren't I? Yeah. Oh, like, actually, what's... So... When did you come? It'll be coming up to five years. So which <laughs> year was that? 2011? Uh, you came in which yeah. month? March. March 2011. Yep. Okay, and I was here in September 2010. Or August 2010. So it's been, it's been a Wait, while. How is that? Are you you're coming up to your seventh? Yeah, because I was in Chengdu for a year before. Oh. So I've been in China. Oh, see, like see, I'm see, coming up to seven so years. So you just China. talking about Shenzhen. Yeah, but right. in Shenzhen I've been here for it'll be six years in the fall, which is unbelievable. But the wow. the amount that this city has changed is just. Un, almost unfathomable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's strange to have been here for so long and then start to see things like change again. Mm-hmm. Like so, when I first I was first in the city, uh, I was in an area called Nanshan, and in that in that area, there's a. <laughs> it's like it's a bit of a ghetto. It's called Baishujo, and uh, apparently now that's like the place to be. Really. Yep. Well, I think it's kind of, they're getting that um, trend like we had in our big cities in the States where it was like those industrial zones, mm-hmm. they kind of made them really artsy and right. like pimped them out and the rent was really yeah. cheap. So all these like starving artists and like cool people who, yeah, who didn't come from money but had really unique ideas, mm-hmm. they all started populating those right. like ghetto area region. I don't know if it's a ghetto. I don't know if there's really ghetto ghettos like sure. you would say yeah. in the States, in China, I don't, I wouldn't say that, but... 
let's say, low middle to low class. Yeah, that's very diplomatic of you. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, ghetto to me, it seems dangerous. But here, even in the poor areas, yeah, it's like you're the right. danger but it element looks, isn't it there. It looks dangerous. It does. It was, And it smells it dangerous. Was sm- <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. It ticks a lot of boxes. There might not have been guns and things like that, but mm-hmm. it ticked a lot of other things. And when we would go there, like, for barbecue and stuff, like, just on our own, and... We had some Chinese people, uh, like Chinese friends, and they were like, "You're going to buy shoujo at three o'clock in the morning." Are you crazy? Yeah, are you mental? <laughs> like it's really dangerous down there. <laughs> I've still not. I still have never found Shenzhen to be dangerous. No, I've nope. never had uh, any issues here. I don't think. Yeah. Nope. 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 I mean, you get ripped off and everything, but <laughs> <laughs> you, that happens everywhere. That's everywhere. So, what are some of your favorite um, things about? Aspects about living in Shenzhen. Uh, I love the metro. Oh, yeah. That's actually, like, I, I really enjoy, I think I've mentioned it before, I really enjoy my commute. Mm. Like, put my headphones on, listen to a podcast, listen to some music, float down to the metro, get <laughs> on the metro, I'm at work, I can go anywhere. Like, literally, I can go anywhere in the city, very few places now are without a, a metro line. Mm-hmm. And if it is at the moment... Well, heck, in like two months' time, it's gonna be there is there's gonna be a, a metro station there where there wasn't one. <laughs> yeah, what's happening here is they're also building. So not only have they built this above road sky path, mm. but they're also building another layer of the city underneath. Underneath, yeah. So there's like three tiers of city going on here. Mm. So already with Link, it's called Link City, and it's underground. Oh yeah, you can walk between three or four metro stations without actually going outside. This is miles. This is miles of walking yeah. At least underground. Three I can count. And it has, you know, they have restaurants down there. They have clubs. They have, <laughs> It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Cafes, mm. shopping, entertainment. It's all underneath. You would never, you're walking above it on the street and you would never know that it's down yeah. there. But you can wander down there for hours and never come up like, yeah, to surface. Definitely. I wonder if one day, so... This, I, I wonder if they're going to connect it because, you know, there's also that underground place in Chogongmyo. Yes. And there's literally only one station that it doesn't, that's out my station, that it doesn't connect to. So I wonder if they can... I'll bet you they'll try and find a way. Do it, like, connect those two. And that Chogongmyo area is even two layers underground. Yeah, right. So it's not just underground one layer. Mm-hmm. It's two layers. There's two. It's stacked on top of like each other. Maze. Yeah, because they also have above ground stuff. So it's literally mm-hmm. three layers yeah. of city. Like, you yeah, you crazy. get so disoriented, you're not sure where the actual earth is. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that's that's a good point. Public transportation in general is good here. And also, I mean, private transportation, because the the city was built for the population that it has. So the roads are built wide, they're built straight, and they're built in a, in a way that um, minimizes the amount of traffic lights, but also it's mm. safe. So it's it's very well the, the city has been very well the whoever did the urban planning did a very yeah an excellent job and it's still expanding mm-hmm. someone recently told me of an area that's even so previously to my knowledge 
Bao An was one of the furthest space like places. If someone says to you, "Oh yeah, I live in Bao An," everyone kind of gives them a side Whoa, sideways look. It's a district and says, well, farthest away. Me? One of them. But actually, now there's a district even further than that, and it's still considered part of Shenzhen. Yeah, and I, I can't remember the name of it wow. off the top of my head. But I've I've recently come heard someone talk about it. Oh yeah, like I'm I'm here. Where is that? Oh, it's past uh, past Bowen. And since we're on the water, they can't expand farther south. So they're literally Are building sure? land. <laughs> they're oh, yeah. building land out onto the water to compensate for that because it's yep. such valuable real estate. Which is a, what a lot of Nanshan is, right? Mm-hmm. I understand that a lot of that. It's definitely space a swampland. Swampland, yeah. yeah. Swamp. So it's mm. it's just it's insane. Unbelievable. One of the things that I really, this is probably my, and I've mentioned this in other podcasts before, but I think one of my favorite parts, even though I don't necessarily take advantage of it as much as I would like to, but one of my favorite parts about living in Shenzhen is its proximity to the other cities. So mm-hmm. Hong Kong is an hour away. Guangzhou is an hour away, depending on where you're going, obviously. Yes. Macau is an hour away. So you've got four cities, all with very distinct... Basically, these four cities, you get the feeling that you're in four completely different countries. Oh, yeah. Culturally, mm-hmm. you know, and architecturally, yes. they are. They could not be more different, and you wouldn't believe... And the people are different And as the well. people are different. It's literally like four different countries that mm-hmm. you can visit in a weekend. Yeah. And not only that, but it also gives you an option when you're flying in and out or if you're flying to different parts of Asia to check. You can check four different airports, major airports, mm. to see if there are you know cheaper options available for your flight. Yeah, yeah. and um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, was it just before Christmas or just after Christmas they opened that special special train, special high-speed train? Mm. Uh, for, so you can go from Futian, you can go to Guangzhou, Hong Kong, like, I don't know if it's open all the way yet, Mm -hmm. but they're already advertising it. Like, once you get to one of the stations, they'll say, oh, this is the, the, what's the word where you've got a change here for this line, which can take you, and interchange. But every metro station now that, like, on the Tanoi, they're saying, oh, you know, this is this, this is the place, like. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, the high-speed train is unbelievable. So I, I've taken the high-speed train from Shenzhen North to Guangzhou South, and it took 20 minutes. 20. It was you, like 21 minutes. You must have been on a high, high, high speed, because the one I've been on has never been that fast. It's always been around like half an hour. Man, I was timing it, because the first time I yeah. did it, it took 26 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, but at that, that time, we stopped once. And the second time I did it, it was 21 minutes. There was no No stop. stops, right. So I've never been on a non-stopping one. It's always stopped at like, not only maybe two or three, mm-hmm. but still it stopped. So that I guess that must add on the time. But yeah, 20 minutes. I mean, it takes me longer than 20 minutes to get from home to work. Me and I'm too. in the me same too. city. So it's crazy. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's just unbelievable how much is going on here and how... Because it's such a delicate balance with all these people and all this transportation going on. Like, one little slip up and you could have a huge problem, mm. but it still hasn't happened yet. Hopefully it won't. <laughs> yeah, I think we should be touching wood. But I just feel like it's, like, really, really intricate clockwork going on here. Mm. Definitely. Definitely. What yeah. other things do you like about living in Shenzhen, Holly? Mm. I... 
I think that it's um, so earlier on you were saying about um, how some of the areas they've created like artificial like lakes and whatnot. So it gi- it creates like the illusion that you're in some space that you're not. But actually, I I appreciate that the fact that Shenzhen have tried to make the city green mm. in some respects. Like there are some like that OCT area is really green. A lot of the city is green. It, it is, it is, it is. Actually, for for a city, um, you really can't complain too much about, like, pollution and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there it is, obviously, on and off, but um, there, there are trees everywhere and parks. The parks are, are awesome here. Yeah, Chinese parks are famous. Epic, to be honest. They're, they're on a massive scale. They're unbelievable. <laughs> Yesterday, I went for a walk in the park, and I met a Chinese couple who was lost in the park (laughs) they're like we've been wandering around for the last half hour we don't know how to get out of here or where we came from because it's true they make them i've like the park that i live on it's big and it's it's has like a couple small like they say mountain but it's like a large hill and um so the roads within the park or the pathways they kind of wind around the mountain and it, it's mm. it's not difficult to get lost yeah. in there it's the same as the one near us too yeah yeah they the, i mean these chinese parks they're unbelievable and um i've gone running in there i've been living near that park for four years now and i've gone running in that park so often and there are still times when I discover new things Mm. in that park that I've never seen before (laughs) because I haven't gone down a particular path like the way they do it it's just it's so cool yeah so cool the way they use a space is just really really beautiful yeah I agree Mm -hmm. and they've got how many parks 15 huge parks like that in Shenzhen do they really yeah I didn't know they had 15 yeah indeed and I mean these are if I run around the perimeter of the park that I live by, it's about five and a half kilometers. Yeah, that's hefty. Yeah. And that's just the path. And the path is actually set inward from, yeah. I mean, there's still greenery. on the. I'm not mm-hmm. running on the actual outskirts, like, <laughs> on the road on and the road. stuff yeah. within the park. So that's, that's, a, that's a decent-sized park. I think so, too. Huge. Brilliant. Yes, indeed. What about yourself? Anything else that you like about living in Shenzhen? I feel like we're only just touching the surface here. There's, there's so many things. There are a lot of things. Um, Of course, the convenience, because it's such a modern city, we can get a lot of Western products here. Yeah. So it makes it really nice. Like, you have some level of comfort that you wouldn't necessarily have in other large Chinese cities. Mm. Um, And I also like the fact that uh, we're... there There are still very few foreigners here. One of the reasons that I, mm. I I admire Shanghai as a city, I think it's really cool what's happening in Shanghai Shanghai with the fusion of East and West. Yeah. You know, Shanghai has had Western influence for a really long time. Yes. But that makes it really easy for people to cling to their own kind. Because if I'm American, I can go there and I can, fi- you know, I just cling to the Americans, right? Because that's my comfort zone. Right. But in Shenzhen, the the amount of foreigners is definitely way less so you end up mingling. First of all, you're forced to speak Chinese on a daily basis. Mm. Um, to thrive here, you should speak it quite a bit, actually. I mean, if you're doing, let's say you, you have, like just today I was talking on the phone with the um, courier service who was bringing my order from Taobao. So I have to speak to them in Chinese. You're not going to get English service there. 
Um, but you're forced to, not forced, but it's an opportunity to reach outside. Like, Holly is from the UK. I'm from the US. My husband's from Bulgaria, which I had never met a Bulgarian before. Yeah, me neither, I don't think. You lived with two Macedonians. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we just, we, we, were, we had a Polish colleague for a while. Yeah. You know, you just, it's such a, because of the limited amount of foreigners here, you're kind of f- forced to interact with each other. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool thing because I, I think most people would take the easy way out and just like hang out with the people that are like them. Mm-hmm. But because that isn't there you're forced to experience something else. And that's one of the reasons why I'm in Asia. If, for example, I would never live in Hong Kong because that's basically might as well live in Europe or in the U.S. Because Hong Kong, it's just so Western. It's so easy, like, to find people who are just like you. It's not a new, to me, it's not a new experience. If I'm going to be in Asia, I'd rather be in Asia. But at the same time, Shenzhen is uh, modern enough and it has enough conveniences that it's not that difficult mm. so you get kind of a, to me it's like the best of both worlds yeah yeah that's a nice way of looking at it it's still authentic it still belongs to china mm. still hasn't been completely taken over by the western influence but at the same time you still have access to freshly made bread and you know <laughs> yogurts and you know things yeah. that you're used to at home yeah on the language on the language thing uh even though it's a like it's a modern city you you actually like come across a lot of uh times when no one will speak any english so mm-hmm. it is actually really necessary it's and maybe in beijing and shanghai you can get away with it more i'm not really sure but i think you do need to learn like you just well i'm saying that i still know people who don't know anything you could, if you want, you, you could, could get you could, a, get, you could you get by could without get by. speaking you could. Chinese, but it's definitely way harder. Yeah, like you can't just go. If you go into like the big chain of everything, like probably like Starbucks, there's usually one person at least who speaks a little bit of English. Mm-hmm. But um, supermarkets and things, probably not. Definitely, Mandarin is lingua franca here, like without a doubt. Mm. Even Cantonese, I mean, you hear Cantonese quite a bit. You hear a lot of dialects here, which is another thing that I really like about living in Shenzhen is yes. that, and this is this was kind of my same theory when I learned Spanish. So I went to Chile, and people said the Chileans have the most obscure accents oh, really? to all the Spanish-speaking countries in South America. Oh, and part of the reason that I liked that idea was that if if I'm able to understand the Chileans then everybody else is going to sound really clear. And that's actually what happened. Like, Mm. when I got back home and I would speak Spanish to Mexicans, I was like, wow, it's so easy to understand, you guys. It's so crystal clear. And it's a similar thing here in Shenzhen where you're exposed to a lot of different accents, varying degrees of Mandarin. Mm. Many times the Mandarin that they're speaking is difficult to understand. it's definitely not standard. Yeah, especially if you're talking to, like, lower, like, working class, let's say. So you learn to really strain and understand them. And then mm-hmm. when you speak to somebody who's speaking clear Mandarin, it's like, it's, uh, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's much brilliant. Easier. So yeah. your ear gets very finely tuned. And I see that as a great advantage in language learning. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've often had, um, if like there was a situation where maybe I needed some help, like with translating something. And I've often had like Chinese people say, 
in like actually his I had problems like understanding this guy's Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Most people though, don't be scared. Most people can speak it's good not, Mandarin. There's no re- why I mean there's no reason to be scared about it though. Like what what can happen? I mean, what's gonna happen? You'll find a way yeah, to you'll communicate. Find a way. Yeah, exactly. You have to. That's yeah. just what happens. Yeah. And it's kinda of pointless getting angry about it. I had a, a moment on the measure this morning so they set up a lot of like security things you've got to put your bag through this x-ray machine and i was listening to a, pod- a podcast or something and then all of a sudden i had this security guard was like barking at me i was like and i sp- like i started to speak to him in chinese and then he said he was shouting at me so i was like what like and i was i started to get angry with him and i thought no it's pointless you just it was something to do with the bottle I was holding, the water bottle, and I was like, I just bought it. And he was like, okay. I thought you you just shouting at me for no reason. <laughs> you mean his Mandarin was bad? No, I was just uh, thinking about getting angry if you can't, about communication in general, mm-hmm. like with Chinese. He didn't have, I don't think he had bad Chinese. I, I mean, I was listening to something, so I couldn't really hear him clearly. <laughs> that was the point. The anyway, point is, you'll... F- angry, you'll f- getting angry about communication is pointless. Yeah, indeed. It doesn't get it doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs> Use it it's as... the moral of the story. <laughs> ...a way to learn something, right. learn something new. Exactly. You be resourceful. Mm. Yeah, or if, you, if you're in China, you could always use the WCC dictionary. That's true. And, uh, you know... Scan things with your camera. Oh, It'll translate yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, menus. Well, that's a whole different story isn't it reading chinese mm-hmm. that's only just started for me mm-hmm. yeah. it's an uphill battle but it's first of all i find it's a really good exercise for the brain yeah i think it makes me smarter <laughs> I, I don't really think do. that's, i don't think that's ever going to happen for me <laughs> uh but it's it, it makes you feel really like accomplished once you can read sent like once you can read simple text messages and stuff like that it's a good feeling you have to f- force your brain to make so many new connections i really think that there's i think that there's new neurons jumping from one place to another inside of my brain and i do think that's helped me in other aspects of my work yeah they do so say it's a great it's great brain exercise mm-hmm. like that's one of the positives for learning mandarin mhm indeed i agree learning language and learning music are the only real ways that you can actually raise your IQ. Oh. There's a little fact, oh. factoid. So then I should, does KTV count? Maybe if I start going to KTV? That's not music. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of Is course. singing? Yes, of course. I'm just joking. Mm. You know how much pop they like to play, though? It's only pop. Yeah, that that's going to lose brain cells, I think, actually. <laughs> you balance yourself out if you study Chinese and do KTV <laughs> on a regular basis. You'll be just as smart. Just the same as I am. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Standard. <laughs> do you have anything else that you like about Shenzhen? Or? I mean, what's not to like? There's, yeah. I mean, it's summer all year round. Whenever I walk out of my house and I see the palm trees and these Jurassic-sized leaves... I mm. feel like I'm on vacation. This mentality I find really relaxing, even though the city is extremely high, fast paced. Yes. Um, I find being in a subtropical environment to be uh, favorable awful. for me. It's awful. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, 
and being on the sea and also having mountains is mm. ideal. So the geography is really nice. It's a well-rounded city, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there is anything that's particularly bad. And I'm sure, like, I imagine if this was a blog post about how awesome Shenzhen was, we would get a lot of backlash for this. <laughs> like, so? for bigging up Shenzhen, people would be like, but, but what about this? And what about this? And this sucks. And this is awful. So of course. I'm curious for any people who are actually in the city Maybe Chris is out there. Maybe he can say, I don't like this. I know he's a big anti, he hates smoking, so maybe the smoking thing is a thing, is a thing would be an issue for him. You mean that but people smoke everywhere? everywhere. Oh, I but think it's better in China than it is, I mean, in the Shenzhen to, than it is in most of China. Mm, I think they're starting to cut down on being able to smoke everywhere now. Yeah, actually. I really think so too. Yeah, and yeah, Shenzhen is more modern, so... It's definitely better than it was in Chengdu. Mm. And the younger generations, very few of them smoke. Yeah. I mean, in our office, there's what, one, one guy? I think one, maybe two. Maybe just one. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, and that's an office <laughs> of 25 people, yeah, so yeah. it's pretty good. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Did you have anything else that you'd like to gloat about how awesome living in Shenzhen Um, is? (laughs) No, I just feel very, I just feel really comfortable here, Mm -hmm. actually. Um, And I know even though I've said in the past, like, oh, being in China, you know, you can never really settle, but I I feel extremely, like, as comfortable as I can imagine I might feel anywhere. Like, there's no real downsides to being Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Cool. It's great all around, to be honest. Well, can I give you a Chinese word? Please. So I thought one interesting word um, in Chinese to learn is to be used to something. That's a common thing. And actually, Chinese people like to ask you, like, are you used to living in China? Or are you used to the um, to the lifestyle in Shenzhen? And how you say that in Chinese mm. is 习惯. Not to be confused with xi huan. Mm. <laughs> so xi huan is to like something, but xi guan is to be used to something. And if you use different tones, isn't that also straw? Xi guan. Xi guan. Yeah, yeah right? Straw. You're right, so don't get right. that mixed up. Xi guan. Be careful. Totally different characters. <laughs> well, let's yeah, not... of course, but I'm just talking purely from sound. Like yeah, this you're thing. right. Xi guan, xi guan. Yep. Yeah. Sounds very similar. But don't let that scare you. It gets easier and easier to oh, distinguish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you have it. A little bit about Shenzhen nice. and how awesome it is. Yeah. If you've got any comments about Shenzhen, if you've visited or if you live here. Or if you live know. in another city in China and you think it's better than Shenzhen, <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> yeah. Because maybe we'll move there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I can't. I just don't believe that it's possible, to be honest. You just love Shenzhen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to be visiting Beijing soon, so... I'll, don't uh, fall in love. And I've heard that's pretty cool. It is. So I'll see. It is cool. Yeah. On a different level. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week, and Mm. we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.